you are listening to the Healthy Project Podcast with your host, Corey Diambolis. For more, go to healthyprojectpodcast.com. Hello, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Healthy Project Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Dion Lewis. Um, I have a great guest with me today uh, talking about something that we don't really put in the same category of social determinants of health or health equity, um, which I'm super excited about. Uh, Heather being here with me. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, so before we get into the topic of civic engagement, I probably just said that, but um, Tell the people a little bit about yourself, what you do, and what gets you up in the morning. Yeah, sure. So, um, hi, everybody. I am Heather Jones-Brown. Um, I am, so a couple of things that get me up in the morning are my family, for, of course, um, <laughs> but also when it comes to, like, the the things that excite me about the world and about work, um, I, I really like to do a lot of work around... Um, equity and inclusion issues. Um, and so I, I work full-time at Grinnell College um, and do staff equity work there. Um, and then I have always been like really excited about community work and civic engagement. So um, I'm born and raised from Des Moines. So I like really enjoy being able to find ways to build community in this place that I've, that's been my home since I was born. So. Yeah, and, and it shows. I mean, yeah. you are you are boots on the ground, Thanks. doing a lot of work. I, I just I just see you out yeah. doing a lot of things you don't, you don't normally see people wanting to do. I guess if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> if, that's, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so the reason why I really wanted to talk to you, and I know this is something that you're really you know really working on now and passionate about. Yeah. Or, Maybe you've always been passionate about civic engagement, at least from our when we had coffee. Yeah, I'm like, okay, this is you are about that life. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but the idea for me anyway of civic engagement and improving and reducing health disparities was something. The more I think about it now, it makes it makes sense. But yeah. I really wasn't putting the two together. You know, be, yep. before I just was, I just wasn't. Yeah. You know, no, no reason. I just w wasn't doing it. Yep. But um, for for you, when you think of, can you explain civic engagement for those that don't really yeah. understand it? And, um, uh, and why is it important? Yeah. Um, so one thing when I think about civic engagement, and I, I talk about this a lot, like, we need we need people to care about everything mm -hmm. but not every individual person can care about everything and mm -hmm. so when i think about civic engagement i think about like what what are the things that you know that question what gets you up in the morning right like i i think about what are the things that i find or i see as gaps that are important to me and then how can i help make those things better mm -hmm. and so civic engagement can look very different to different people um, but, but one of the, the baseline things with civic engagement is utilizing my voice to cast a vote when there are elections happening, whether it's for the local municipal races all the way up to our federal races. That's, that's mm -hmm. the first thing with civic engagement, but then it expands from there. Right. And you said something that was interesting, using your voice, and it feels like a lot of people don't feel like you hear my voice doesn't matter. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But um, you told me something. You told me a story about how somebody's your voice does actually matter. Yeah. Can you talk about that? And it, it really, because it really kind of co-signs like why 
we all should get out, no matter what side you're voting on, and get yep. out there and, and get your vote out. Yeah, I mean, so, I and I think this is the same story that, that I'm thinking of that we were talking about, but um, I, when, when I think about people's voices mattering, one, that, that comes from where, like, there may be a municipal race where, and I think this is the one that I was talking about, we had a, we had a school board election last year. Mm-hmm. And um, there were two candidates running on, in the, on the east side of, of the city. And both of those candidates were awesome candidates. And, and, and of course, one of the people won. However, there was a candidate running um, on the west side of, the, of Des Moines that they, ha- they were running by themselves and they got more votes than both of the candidates on the east side combined. And that was like, hey, you know, like if, if, if we're gonna talk about like how our voices can matter, mm. more people, if they would have participated in that, we would have shown that, you know, like the, this is a, an area of town that is engaged and excited and like right. wanting to, to, to participate in the voter process. Not to say that people aren't, but maybe people didn't know how to be able to engage in that way. Right, and I also feel like people, um, and definitely expand on this if, if you will, but people, don't really focus on some of the things that they can vote on outside of the presidential yeah yeah uh, race yeah and and it, what's what's so wild is that the the municipal races those local spots those are the things that actually have the biggest impact on our day-to-day lives because the like all community is local we talk about that a lot mm-hmm. but that in, also includes our local government too so if um if i am concerned about um something going on in my child's education which i don't have a kid but i'm just using this as an example but um <laughs> if i'm concerned about something in that space then the the person that I can go and talk to is the person that serves on my school board. If I want to start a building project um, in the city, or maybe I've got a small business and I want to open that small business inside the city limits of Des Moines, I'm going to need to have a conversation with planning and zoning committee Mm. in the city of Des Moines that will then talk with city council about whether or not that space that I'm looking at is going to be eligible for being a business. Um, and so if, if I am not seeing things moving in a direction that, that fits where, where I think it's going to be good, then I have to be engaged and actually vote for those things because otherwise people that, that may not align with how I look at something is not going to be, um, moving things forward for my values. Does that make sense? That makes, that makes total sense. Um, Talking more about kind of the um, the voting process, voting registration, yep, and, and getting that out there, and I've been seeing a whole lot of that recently, getting people registered to vote. Yep. Um, what are some of the common misconceptions about voter registration uh, that you think people should be aware of? Yeah. Um, I think one is that it's hard to get registered to vote. It's definitely not. Um, there, you can register to vote online through the Iowa Department of Transportation, um, and you can change your voter registration at any time. There are a lot of events where people are helping folks fill out yeah. voter registration forms, and then once that voter registration form gets filled out, the whoever is organizing that event, they send it to the county auditor's office so that you can get your voter registration card in the mail. Um, 
I think that's one thing that, that people have mm -hmm. concern about. I think people that um, may have been justice impacted may think that they not may not be eligible to vote, mm -hmm. but people in the state of Iowa, there was a um, uh, an uh, executive order that was signed by the governor in 20 either 2020 or 2021 where um, people that have been paying their restitution are eligible to vote and so they uh, can get registered really? yeah so like so hypothetically I had a felony yep um, got out I'm fresh out I'm paying I can register to vote. Yes. I don't think a lot of people know that. I don't think a lot of people do know that. And um, this is like, that's something that I think has created some barriers and fear because if you are not eligible to vote, um, you could then have more, like be justice impacted even more so. And so it's good to look at the Iowa Secretary of State's website to check on whether or not you're eligible. Okay, that was my next yep. question. How do you see if you're eligible? So you just put in your name and it's like, yes, no? It'll show you It'll show you some information about what, um, what are the, the parameters around somebody that's justice impacted being able to register to vote. Um, you can also check your voter registration status on the Secretary of State's website as well. Right. There was something you told me about, um, and I would love for you to explain because I don't think this is also something a lot of people don't know. This is why I'm glad you're here because there's so much <laughs> stuff I don't know. Yeah. People don't know. And I'm like, <laughs> I get so excited. So, like, yeah. I'm really jazzed. Yeah. But, um, uh, voter rollouts or purges or yes. like, and people not understanding. Can you talk about that a little yes. bit? Yes. Yeah. So, um, and I'm going to give you more information so that people can, can yes. do a little yeah, bit. I'll make sure I link those in the description yeah. of this episode. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know that it's, it's really important for people to see the full scope of it, but, but the idea is, is that if you have not participated in the last, I believe it's the last two elections, you are not, you may not be on the voter registration rolls anymore. So that means that if you go in on election day, you think you're registered to vote, they may say, sorry, we don't have you on the list. And that's because they have went through and looked at who has voted in the last couple of election cycles. And if that person hasn't participated, they the state has the authority to take that off if um mm. if they see that and so that's why it's always when people sometimes you'll be at a voter registration event and like people will be like are you registered to vote well the question usually that we've been training people when we do voter registration is are you registered to vote at your current address because mm. if your if your address has changed or if you haven't participated recently um you you may want to double check your voter registration status to ensure that you're ready to go on voter on election day right and i feel like that kind of that kind of on top of those that are justice impacted as you said or those who felt like there's no one i want to vote for therefore i'm not going to vote yep um it's just another barrier to oh well might as well just i can't do anything and they don't want to yep. make that next step yep. yep to to get out there and let their yes. voice be heard uh for their community yes and um that's kind of what I want to talk about next Let's is <laughs> the importance of not just your voice being heard, but your voice being heard for your community. Right. And um, I would love for you to talk about one, the, you know, why that is important. Yeah. And like, what can, what are some, what does change look like if, when, if people start focusing more on school board, 
or insert something that yep. is impacting their neighborhood and their yep. community yep. outside of like who the next pre- next president yeah. is going to be. Yeah. Um, I think one thing that's difficult is we are we are all um, subject to the 24 hour news cycle. <laughs> mm. And um, and and I think that there's a, a strong feeling that presidential elections never end because everybody's sure. always campaigning. Right. My kids are watching YouTube videos and they're on their YouTube. videos. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, yeah. And like and if you are also depending on if if you don't align with a party that you're seeing an ad for that may make you feel some type of way or if like the issue that's being advertised is something that gets you riled up, you may just feel like, well, they they the big they collective mm-hmm. they are are going to just make the decisions anyway so let me just step back and one like we all need social media detox so like <laughs> <laughs> um so if if you are seeing those things in your feed like take a break i promise you it'll be okay <laughs> um, but also if i am only seeing those things by the news channels that i'm watching or the um, the the social media advertising that I'm seeing, I'm not actually seeing what's happening in my community. Mm. I don't get to see like the amazing good work that is happening in all these organizations across our city. Like the amount of of love and care that is happening in our city Man. is palpable, but we don't know it if we don't go out and seek it. Yeah, that is so true. Um. So tell me a little bit about Vision Leads. Uh, yeah. Tell me about that. How's that going? Yeah, so it's going great. Um, so Vision Leads is an organization that was like, it. Uh, there were a group of Iowans that like in 2020 when all this, all these uprisings were happening in, you know, May, June, July, like people were trying to figure out, you know, where do I, where can I be impactful? Mm. And like, if, if I don't, if I see this organization here and maybe that's not the space I want to be in, or maybe I don't want to be an elected official and maybe I don't want to do this work, then what else can I do? So we started bringing people together and kind of having conversations about what, what is community and like, what are the, the, the social determinants of health for our community that like, how do we feel figure out what we can do together and so and that's of course grown over time but um what what we're working what we worked on last year is we did some training for folks that may be interested in running for municipal office Mm. um we trained like 20 people last year and some of those people ran for office last year some of those people are running for office this year um some people are like i wanted this information so i can help somebody run for office um and so like that was really great and um and then this year a lot of our focus is on voter registration and voter engagement. So um, something we got going on right now is we are doing a program that is the Vision Leads Community Connect program where we are asking organizations to adopt a precinct for this election cycle. And we want them to be connecting with them through events, through voter registration drives, through door to door, you know, engagements mm. with people. Um, and we, but the, the caveat though, is that most of the time you you have to like opt in and like 
put some money on the table to help, you know, cover the costs. And we've been fortunate enough that we've been able to secure funding so that if an organization adopts a precinct and they meet some of these milestones, we can give them some money towards their organization, oh, which is really very dope. cool. Yeah, very cool. That takes a lot of pressure and allows somebody to focus on what they're trying to do. Yes, yes. So there's like organizations traditionally that have embedded civic engagement, like churches, fraternity, mm -hmm. sororities. There's some nonprofits that that do civic engagement work. If if people have an organization like that, we actually have an informational coming up for Polk County on Thursday, February 29th, which is going to be at the downtown library um, here in Des Moines at six o'clock. And so I'm going to give you the link too, so people yes. can sign up. And no, absolutely. We would love for people to show up and and just learn more and see if it works for them. Yeah, and I would I would definitely make sure I highlight that you know in our conversation today because I do think that is important that people have that information and it's right here yep um, in a central place where they can get it right right and they can and the the cool thing about the precincts that we are targeting these are uh, precincts that have been historically um, like where people may be registered or they may have been registered before before but they so like we were talking about in the beginning maybe the east side where we're going to be going and door knocking on some precincts on the east side because i you know i'm an east side kid so i want mm. the east side to know that like we care about you like right. like like our community like cares about the east side we care about the north side the south side the west side like we yeah. care about all of us and so we want all of our voices at the table through that vote and however else people want to be engaged right so i i know um all this sounds so amazing, but I know there's challenges, yeah. right? But instead of focusing on the challenges, how do you push past those challenges to make things just to see how do you look, see the bright? At the, how do you yeah. see the light at the end of the tunnel? Yeah, yeah, that's a really good question because I, if any of you out here are community organizers, like I promise you, I understand that it's not easy. Um, <laughs> Because community organizing is like, as much as you love the community, like sometimes it's hard to get people engaged, but also like people are working. People, yeah. some people have like two, three, four jobs. Some people are working at night and are sleeping during the day. Um, some people have um, kids or people that they're caring for where they maybe they can't get out and, and be as engaged, right? And so like we have, I always have to tell myself that like, one, every person has value. So like there are ways for people to be engaged if they if they are not able to be boots on the ground. Mm -hmm. um, but two, like we all are able to be involved at whatever level works for us and, mm -hmm. and whatever issue works for us. Right. Like. I um I know that health equity is important, but it's not the space where I'm like jumping in and that it's driving right. me, right? But like, or my my brother, it, he does a lot of, um, he works in, in ag and does a lot of different ag stuff. And like, I know that our ag community and, and the work that's being done there is really important, but it doesn't drive me. And right. that's, you know, like I was saying in the beginning, that's why we need us all, but like we have to, People should be going where their their um, their like their energies at. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. And so when, but sometimes if you don't know where you want to get in or how to do it, like that's another thing for us with Vision Leads is like how can we help you tap into what you are excited about? Right. No, that's dope. That's dope, Heather. 
this was so informative. Thank you so much. Uh, before uh, before I get you going, I do this every time. I don't know why. It's just <laughs> it is just routine. Because <laughs> I'm gonna have all of this in the description yeah, of the yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But before I get you going, is there one? Is there anything else people you feel like people should know? And if anybody wanted to connect with you about Vision Leads or anything that you're doing, yep. uh, where can they find you? Yeah. Um, okay. So if you want to find me on a personal level, almost all of my socials are at H to the Jizones, which is like from like a whole so like great. college nickname <laughs> that has stuck with me forever. Um, and so that's where most of my socials are. And then for Vision Leads, we are at www.visionleads.org. Um, our you can find us on Facebook. You can also find us on Instagram. Um, and then if you need to reach out to us directly via email, um, we have an email address, which is hello at visionleads.org. Um, yeah, um, awesome. we, we, we need more people to be helping us reach this vision. Like I said, we're doing it statewide. So if you know people across the state, like reach out to us and yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm just yeah. glad to be able to talk about something that obviously yeah. gets me amped, right? So <laughs> I can tell and that's what, I, first of all, I needed that energy today, so thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and again, thank you for being on the show. I appreciate it. Uh, everybody, thank you for listening to the Healthy Project Podcast. I'll let you next time.